This podcast may contain adult language and content not suitable for everyone. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Glamazons and Leprechauns, where two women at opposite ends of the height spectrum offer their unique perspectives on culture and society. I am the six foot fabulous Tracy Payne Black. I am the five foot furious Rochelle Sharma. Today is a mini-sode where we are talking about the sweetest season, all of our favorite Truly. seasonal treats, because we didn't get enough talk about that on our super extra candy-coated bonus a couple right. episodes back, so... This is just such a, a lovely time of the year, and I really think that the human palate goes toward the rich and sweet things this just before winter pack on a few extra pounds, because I feel like the sweets for this time of year are extra tasty. Um, I would agree, and uh, I have two ramekins sitting next to me for this episode. One is full of candy corns, and the other is full of... Um, buttered flavored M&Ms. So if you can occasionally hear this sound, those are my M&Ms. I'll try not to eat them because no one wants a podcaster chomping it, it sound, food. You should, you should uh, make that as a sound cue for the episode whenever we talk about an item that sounds particularly good. So what, I just let's start... Let's talk about pumpkin pie and then you make mm-hmm. that noise like ding, ding, ding. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And I like candied apples, okay? Candy or caramel? See, good point. All right. (laughs) Walk me through it. So you've got caramel apples. They have the caramel on the outside, right? And then you've got candied apples, and they have that sort of viscous, thick, red, sometimes cinnamony. Yeah, it's like a lollipop. Yeah, and and it's a real shiny. So I like candied apples. Um, where they're the red and it's kind of cinnamon. I also like caramel apples. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fat girl. I'll either, you know, I'll eat them. Well, but I'm what? a fat girl and I do not like candied apple. They're pretty. Oh, they're really pretty. But no, I don't want candy on my apple. I want caramel. Ah, uh, see, and I'll eat the, the candied apples. But my thing, I prefer the candy to the caramel. My thing is, though, quit fucking rolling them and shit. This is making me angry. Nuts and stuff and M&Ms and shit like Look, that. Caramel apples rolled in peanuts, delicious, or rolled in like pecans or walnuts, that's fantastic. But candied apples, quit sticking stuff on the outside of it because it's a cinnamon candy. And you cinnamon candy and peanuts, it doesn't taste good together. No, okay. And it makes me mad. I don't like cinnamon candy at all. I like big red gum. Yeah. I can't tell you the last time I had a piece of big red. But I don't like right. cinnamon candy. Red hots, aren't red hot cinnamon? Yes, Yuck. I like that. Disgusting. Yuck. I also don't like peppermint candies. <gasps> Barf. Oh, they're I love pretty. Those too. I like the stripes. No, I like it when um you can see a candy like that in a peppermint shape, but really it's fruit flavored. Uh, I have a funny story about that. I I don't like that. I consider that <laughs> sabotage. This is why we're opposite. I, yeah. But this is why, like, outside of coconut macaroons, I won't eat your candy. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Buca de Beppo uh, with Rachel and some of that gang of friends. I'm recording and, all this, um, by the way, because it's about candy. Oh, yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, we were 
we had a wonderful meal. There was probably like, I don't know, six of us. And one of our friends, Alex, was there. And I, they bring out the check on the plate with all the candies on it. And I pick up a candy and I stick it in my mouth. And I thought it was going to be peppermint. And it wasn't. It was like uh, Key lime, lime or fruity Key or lime. something. Yeah, those are oh, my, I, I like those. Like, oh, that's disgusting. Especially after Italian food. I was like, oh, gross. Don't ask me why I did this, but I did. Where'd you put I it? The, put the candy back into the wrapper. I twisted it back up and I stuck it back on Rochelle the Rochelle Sharma. I don't know why I did I hope that. they threw and it then, away. No. You couldn't do that then, now and give someone COVID. Part. Here's the best part. I stick it back on the plate. Then Rachel reaches over to take a piece of candy. Oh, Jesus. She unwraps the candy and she sticks it in her mouth. And I said, ooh, I don't like those mints. They're not minty. They're gross. She goes, ooh, and they're kind of sticky. At which point I realized what I had done. I realized that I had put that candy back on the plate instead of just down. I meant to just put it down to like the side of my plate. But for whatever reason, I had stuck it back on the plate. I start laughing. Our friend Alex is like, he was already like, crying bright red tears rolling down his cheeks laughing so hard and rachel's like did i just eat the piece of candy you why'd you stick it back on the plate so he's watching both of us argue and i'm like what are you laughing about he goes i watched that whole thing i watched the whole thing from start to finish (laughs) that is hilarious oh my gosh i'm eating just one of those stupid things that i do so Um, much fun I'm eating candy corns right now. I have some candy corns here. Do you like candy corns? I do. I like candy corn, and I love the salty-sweet combination of candy corn and Spanish peanuts. Like in a bowl together? Uh, just I like to have like a piece of candy corn, and then I like the, the red skin, the Spanish peanuts. They're kind of smaller and greasy and a little salty. Mm. I don't eat a whole bucket of it, but I just get bored of the sweet. So I may eat like a piece of candy corn. I can't eat candy corn without having little Spanish peanut. Back on the the um the subject of, of apples though and caramel apples. Occasionally this has happened at the fair and it makes me sad because there's no fair this year and we always go to the fair. That was like our third oh, yeah. our third date. A couple times at the fair. I've got a can a caramel apple, not a candied apple, a caramel apple. And I took one bite of it and the entire caramel just unwrapped off the apple. Because remember, you My used to. God, has that, that will make me go insane. I was That's so mad. Using those cheap caramel wraps. Cheap caramel wraps. In, yeah, remember? You could do them at home yourself back in the day. It was almost like the size of a fruit roll up. And you would mm-hmm. put it around your apple and like microwave it for a minute. They're disgusting. So I'm like, you know, this is a fair. Don't you have like a. You know, a vat of caramel that you dip the stuff in, you know, because at the amusement park, you have a nice good caramel apple. they're charging you. Like, it's like $7. dollars that caramel from scratch and dipping it. Right. Anyhow, so that's so disappointing because you take one bite and the whole nasty thing comes off like one big sugar daddy. Um, you know, <laughs> remember, you like sugar daddies. Yeah. yeah on a stick. Oh. The caramel on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the I whole thing unwraps. I, it's I like liked sugar babies. Sugar babies. So, Yes. They uh, completely unwrap in your mouth and uh, you'd have this big piece of caramel stuck to the front of your teeth. It's like a foot long. Right. Disgusting. Not to mention, <laughs> in my opinion, that is the wrong type of caramel to be using 
to dip a caramel bath. I to agree. have on an apple, basically. Um, I think that if you're worth your stuff, you are... I mean, I get it if you don't want to do it yourself from the sweetened evaporated milk, but at least have the goddamn decency to go buy the bag of craft caramels. You know, the little square oh, those are good. caramels. Mm-hmm. They're great. Yes, it sucks to unwrap them. Yeah, they stick to your dental work, but they're still yummy. Put the evaporated milk in with them. Let it warm up. It's really easy. You just stir it. You don't turn it up too high, and then you dip your fucking apples. Don't be lazy. (laughs) It makes me... That's why I quit eating caramel apples, because people got lazy, and they were like, oh, you just take this square sheet of caramel, and you just wrap it around the apple, and it's good enough, dude. They did that in the 80s. it's not good enough. You're going to show me your apples? If I don't see some apple exposure at the top, you know where the stem was? You twist the stem out, you poke the stick in, right? I want to see some bare naked apple flesh right around there because that lets me know that you've dipped it. You're not being a cheap bastard and sticking just that square of caramel on it. I hate that square of caramel crap. When we go to Disneyland, we like to go um, to downtown Disney and stand in front of the the candy window of a candy store and watch all the um, pastry chefs make those candied apples with all the fun faces, snowman and Mickey, Mickey as a snowman. Those are fun. I never want to eat them though. Cause I don't want a bunch of shit on my apple. So I never buy any of those. I don't want coconut or marshmallows or yeah, M&Ms. I don't want on my apple. I just want plain candied apple and then yes, I don't actually bite into it and eat it because I am an old person. Do you I'll get lick a knife it? And slice it? No, I cut it with a knife. Like doesn't you know, the candy shatter? Okay. No, the candy is slightly flexible. Okay, so occasionally though, I have seen caramel apples that are red. You know what I'm talking about? They're not what they're not candy. Yeah. They're not hard, but they're red like caramel, and those are good. And you bite into them. Yeah, they would usually sell those in the grocery store in a, in a package of three with nuts on them, and they would be right. red, but it's still caramel, and I like those, and I'm okay with nuts. No, you're Those sh- are actually candied apples. A candied apple should not really shatter. A candied apple is made with corn syrup and cinnamon and red food coloring. Well, I like those, but I'm not yeah. like, it's not hard and shiny. Like a it's lollipop. It's shiny. It's a, little, it's a little sticky. There is a soft flexibility to that candy. Well, I certainly know I didn't eat anything that was cinnamon. So I'm going to stick with what I originally said, that I don't like candied apples, but I like those. Three pack of, you know, questionable caramel slash red right. apples with nuts that taste like, it tastes just like caramel. If your eyes were closed, you would say it was a caramel apple. But we've talked enough so, about caramel apples for the. I know, right? We probably turn them off some of that. No, I think, but I think that leads into some of my strong opinions about fall sweets. Okay. Uh, the candy that's on the outside of a candy apple is pretty similar to what you mix popcorn balls into. I've never made popcorn balls. Have you? Oh, yeah. Uh, a long time ago. So there's a couple of different popcorn ball recipes. I'm pretty old school. I like the ones that are done with like Cairo syrup and the food coloring. There are some that incorporate marshmallows into the mix. They're done a bit more like a Rice Krispie treat. Not the biggest fan of those. I, they're good. I understand why they're good, but I like 
the Cairo syrup recipe where it's just the water and the sugar and the Cairo syrup and then maybe a little bit of butter and a pinch of salt and then you drip the food coloring and that was where you would get the old-fashioned like you know black and orange popcorn balls do you remember those from when you were a kid I never ate them I don't think I don't think no but I I remember I liked screaming yellow zonkers and I do like fiddle faddle so if that's just in a ball I'd probably like it. I especially like Screaming Yellow Zonkers. It was basically what you're talking about, just like a corn yeah, corn syrup, slightly slightly sweet without nuts or caramel or any of that, right. and it was delicious. So I, but I've never made them. However, if it's easy, I'd like to try it. Um, what do you do? Just can you microwave popcorn and just get some Jiffy Pop going and then put it in a bag and then add your, you know, I'd have to look it up. Um, Is it have messy? You ever made- have you ever made... Don't say peanut brittle, because no, that no, no, sounds no. messy. <laughs> have you ever made Rice Krispie treats? I have made Rice Krispie treats, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're not working with marshmallows. Um, what you are working with is like, uh, you get a pan. It's probably you know, butter. You've got, your, you've got your popcorn popped and reserved, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, then in a pan, what you do is you make like a, like a simple syrup. Yeah. Um, Actually, it's it's more of a heavier syrup because it's two times the sugar to one water. It's so like two cups of sugar, one cup of Is water. Is there butter in it? Is that some it? use butter, some don't. And it's really up to you. It depends on how hard you want the popcorn ball itself to set. Um, I like any of the recipes that include Cairo syrup. You know that because you can get Yeah, we have some. We have Cairo syrup because it's a primary ingredient in pecan pie. So, yeah, we have some of that. Mm -hmm. So you use, um, I like the ones, if you want a very, like, a hard, crisp candy to your popcorn, you would use Cairo syrup, sugar, and water. Um, And then food coloring, (laughs) if you want colors. Um, If you want a softer set. That's usually where you're going to use your butter and your marshmallow combination. And that gives you a chewier, stickier, uh, rice crispy treat type popcorn ball. How do you get it into a ball? Can you get it into a perfect ball? Uh, yes, because what you do is you mix your syrup into your popcorn and then you don some rubber gloves or you grease your hands and you... Like it, imagine like you're taking a handful of this sticky popcorn, you're making and you're, a snowball, you're making a snowball and then you're setting it off to the side to cool and, um, and to harden. I think I should make some. That sounds really good. I remember making them, uh, as a kid and I remember making them, God, when was the last time I made them? It's been, it's been a while, you know, really. I remember as a kid, we would get stuff like that in the trick-or-treat bag. Like kids nowadays have no clue. Like you're never going to get one of those. I always hated when they made the popcorn way in advance and they'd leave it exposed to the air and it would stale Stale. a bit. You know, if you're you're really good at it, you're going to make the popcorn that same day um, and reserve it well. And you're going to, you're going to do this quick and you, you do want them to cool before you bag them because if they, they're still warm when you sandwich bag them up, then they're going to be sticky instead of that nice hard candy shell. I think I remember good. one good. time getting a popcorn ball in my bag of candy on Halloween. I think this there's some sort of brand. I don't think it's Re- Reese's, but 
there was some brand that was making smaller popcorn balls that would fit in a bag. I remember they were see-through, so you could see the ball. And I, I remember it not being very good, though. Like, tossing it out. Like, it might have been stale. It might have been stale. It might be where they haven't done any flavor to it. I mean, if you're doing just a basic sugar popcorn ball, you should add a pinch of salt. So you get a little kettle, kettle corn kind of a feel to yeah, that popcorn Yeah, I want to use salted uh, popcorn. I want to yeah. use salted buttered popcorn. Yeah. Movie theater. Um, you can you can do the marshmallow, and that gives you that mar- lovely marshmallowy, vanilla-y flavor. Um, I know people who have added, I know this wouldn't be good for you, but like the cinnamon, so that you get the hot cinnamon popcorn balls. But really, no. you know, anything... <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a hard pass. I mean, you can use you can use like vanilla. You can use marshmallows. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff that that you can do. And I I'm like, man, I miss popcorn balls. I'm sure that there are some Pinterest moms out there still making popcorn balls. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's a recipe I can find and Dude, work with I mean, that. Like, popcorn balls are vegan, so <laughs> unless you add the butter, I'm unless sure... you add the butter, right? I'm sure mine would not and be the, vegan. And the marshmallow, I think. No, they got vegan marshmallows now. <laughs> so one thing that I'm planning on making soon, because um, for my birthday, I got a miniature blowtorch and I got some ramekins is creme brulee. And Very nice. Let's, ooh, creme brulee. There's the sound. <laughs> and uh, your idea. And I, I even bought the heavy cream. So I just have to sit down and do it or stand up and do it rather and I had some egg yolks reserved to make it a couple weeks ago because I used some egg whites to make those homemade coconut macaroons that I showed you oh and they were delicious but I want I think they needed to be cooked more despite the fact that coconut you know burns and looks like it's ready the insides I think could have been cooked more with With that said, I had never made coconut macaroons before, and it is the easiest recipe. I've. It's very simple. It's you know, it's basically egg whites and and sugar, and a couple teaspoons of vanilla. I don't think there was anything else in there. It was. No, there really usually isn't. Yeah, and just all the coconut. In fact, I think it was like two cups of coconut and only a, yeah. cu- a couple of egg whites. I'm like, how are they possibly going to get wet enough? to stick together and uh you know similar to the popcorn balls um yeah they did you just kind of you know roll them up in your hand not roll them but kind of gather them like you would a snowball in your hand and then uh place them all out and they stay together but they were very tasty and they did not last long in this house i'll tell you tell you for sure so. so the outside was getting a little too done and the inside needed more time yeah do you have a convection oven? No, I wish I did. Oven? Okay. I was going to say, it, well, I was going to say if you do, turn the fan off for yeah. a little bit. You should probably just turn the oven down a little bit and cook them longer yeah. would probably be, but they were delicious. I mean, they're not as delicious as um, I remember. I think it was one of the times we were coming home from New Orleans and we were in the airport and I bought a few um, coconut macaroons from some sort of cookie stand and oh my goodness I brought them home and they were just the best macaroons ever and I was looking for that and I didn't quite accomplish that but I will tell you they were very easy to make and very tasty if you're a mac not a lot of people are coconut people right are you a coconut person 
me i'm coconut crazy my friend <laughs> i love i love coconut i, love um, coconut. I like to well, one of my favorite cakes that I make here at the house, I toast coconut in my oven and use it as a crisp topping on the cake. And That's my right. favorite thing to do is forget about it and burn the shit out of a whole tray of coconut. Um, <laughs> right. Don't you don't you make a pineapple pot or pineapple cake for your husband and put coconut on yeah, it. Yeah, right? that, that's, that's right. That's what I do. Yeah, I need yeah, to taste I that. I do the pineapple right side up cake uh, because I'm because I'm lazy. Cheater. <laughs> But it's just it's a it's a much lighter, airier version of pineapple upside down cake. And then I use like a cream topping, like a cool whip and or whipped cream, whichever. Usually a cool whip because it stands up for a couple days in the fridge versus a whipped cream which will sort of deflate and melt everywhere. Right. And then I put I put uh, toasted coconut on the top as an as an additional texture. You know, so you got sweet, little bit buttery, brown sugary pineapple and then mm, just a light airy yellow sponge cake yummy that all sounds really good but that's my summertime dessert yeah this episode is about you're right dessert well we were talking about coconut and i just did just make macaroons so right that can be well you know i mean we we can talk mm-hmm. about the monster suite for autumn which is all about that psl that pumpkin spice life not so much the lattes, but I got to admit, there's some really good pumpkin items that come stomping out this time of year. Well, I'm just I, crazy about. I don't drink coffee, as you know, but yes, um, last month I did begin going through the Starbucks drive through on the way to the university and order a pumpkin spice chai, iced chai latte. It's delicious. It's just a little extra. It's a chai with a little extra. Um, I made my once a year trek down to Freddy's for their pumpkin pie concrete, which is where it's like a pumpkin pie milkshake. They put a whole piece of pumpkin pie into some ice cream. So it's just hot enough right now to enjoy that sort of thing. You know, it's still kind of hot, so you could have a milkshake. I love the pumpkin pie milkshakes. Oh, my God. I don't eat a bunch of them. I eat, like, one a year, but they're so good. You reminded me, Culver's has a pumpkin caramel concrete mixer. Mm. It is so, so good. It's probably as good as that pumpkin pie Freddy's milkshake because it tastes just like pumpkin pie, like a good pumpkin pie. But then there's also caramel, and then you have, like, the ice cream of the mixer it is really delicious right and there were times where i belonged to like culver's club so you can find out where in town on that you know because they change their flavors right you know every week or something so you have to know where to go and i would find out okay where can i find that who's got the damn pumpkin and sometimes no one would have it but now that it's that time of year (laughs) it's time to start finding out where can i go find that um pumpkin caramel concrete it's It's delicious i i I try to restrain myself like i won't join any of the clubs i don't need you to tell me well i shouldn't have done that because yeah now everyone's emailing me i should never have done that someone's got my phone number i get some sort of crap every couple of minutes on my phone yes uh but i do know yeah once a year freddy's makes these concretes and it's just vanilla ice cream a slice of pumpkin pie with the crust and everything yum and then whipped cream and they toss you know they sprinkle a whole bunch of cinnamon on the top if you want them to if you're a cinnamon pumpkin pie person like i am 
Um, it is so good. You don't need a huge one. Me and my kid usually go get like either a small or a regular and split it because it is so rich. But yeah, that's become like the dude, once a year I need that. I just go get one. I'm like, okay, it's that magical time. It's still hot outside, but it's everybody else is enjoying fall across the nation. That means I can go eat my pumpkin pie milkshake. I'm looking it up right now because I've never been to Freddy's at all. There's, so There's a place out in, God, it's really far away. I can't remember. Well, I say that. It's probably not that far away for you. It's either in Gilbert or Chandler. And a picture of their pumpkin pie milkshake just popped up. I think it's a place called Nerd Burger. But they make a pumpkin pie milkshake. And I got to admit, that looks really good. Okay. There's, really good. there's a Freddy's not too far, 20 minutes away or so from me. There's no caramel in the Freddy's one. I'm sure if you asked, they could add it. Well, maybe I'll just go to Culver's. <laughs> I've been eating a lot of sweets, so I, sh- I should try to stop for the the moment. Like, that'll happen. We've had a lot of Halloween candy, and I think, I don't know if it's COVID-related, but yes, there's been a lot of candy in this house, um, even before getting ready for, you know, the I holiday. Have not, I have not bought any Halloween candy yet, because I know that I, I'll i get into it. There's yeah. no two ways about it. This is like so. our fourth bag of candy corns this, oh this year. And this is the big bag this time. <laughs> so, Have you tried any of the odd flavored candy corns? No, I heard someone rushing to the Walgreens to get a bag of the turkey dinner candy corn. And oh. I know I made that face too when I saw the post, but then I'm thinking, you know, along the Willy Wonka context... I commented, yeah, do you turn into cranberry cobbler at the end? You know, do you turn into a cranberry? Right. Um, what were some of the weird flavors that I saw? I know they do a candied apple caramel. Uh, I haven't seen I, I haven't seen any of them. We went to Target, too. I didn't see any of that. Oh, that was the one I wanted to try. Blackberry. Candy corn, blackberry cobbler, or something like that. That but sounds turkey good. Dinner. Yeah, turkey, turkey dinner. dinner. No. Do you remember when Jones Soda did that turkey dinner of soda pops? No. Who's oh Jones? God, this Mm-mm. was this was ages ago. This was like 15, 16 years ago. A friend of mine bought it for me as a gag gift. And I had it in the closet for years. And I want to say something like five years later, I found it in the back of the closet. And I was like, holy shit, I forgot about this. So I took it over to her house and I made her try it with me. So five-year-old Jones turkey flavored soda. Oh my God, I almost threw up all over. I'm going to throw up now. That's disgusting. We had little tiny cups. I think it was the dressing soda. Because you had the turkey, the dressing, sweet potatoes, apple pie, you know. So we had opened up the dressing one. And the smell was so bad as we were pouring it into the cups. We were all dry. Oh, geez. We were like, I'm not drinking that. No, no. I took a tiny sip. It was like, imagine leaving celery and salt in your mouth long enough that it decays. No. It was the worst flavor I have ever experienced. That's the disgusting. Turkey, so it was probably just like gravy mix and bubble water. But, ooh, it was foul. Um, Speaking of worst flavor, I'm... I haven't fed my starter, um, my, you know, my yeast starter in, in a couple of weeks. And I'm, because I haven't um, been motivated to make anything. So I actually have two jars of starter because I 
went to feed it one day and in, instead of dumping out what I had, I saved it thinking I was going to make something. So now there are two jars in there that have not been fed and I'm afraid to open them at this point. Um, so I'm, and anyhow, it, it's time like, you know, you can find bread in the store now. It, yeah. It's been several months and I have regular yeast now, so I don't really need to grow my own anymore, nor do I have time to feed it. So I'm going to throw it away when I get up the courage to open the jars because I'm afraid oh, I, it's going to smell so bad. I did almost the exact same thing. The week that I went to feed it, I decided that for whatever reason, I made two jars of it. Okay. Took the cast off, made another jar, stuck both those in the fridge, forgot about them for a while found them they had migrated way to the back and was like oh when was the last time I fed these I threw both bottles in the trash I wasn't even gonna open it and I'm like I'll find another jar I'll buy another jar if I need to I'm not brave enough to open to this open like it. in my head I was like I bet the top of this is going to like shoot off and stick in the ceiling <laughs> and at the bottom the glass part on the bottom was going to shatter and be like stinky goo with glass pieces in it right. and then it was going to magically come to life and come after me so I was like no you just go in the garbage well, I'm done <laughs> at this point you know I've I've proven the point that I can grow my own yeast and make a lovely loaf of homemade sourdough bread with that said, I can also burn the shit out of myself and make several terrible loaves of bread. And even though it's the season now for bread baking, as opposed to the summer when I did all of the baking, um, for now, I think I'm going to retire the homemade yeast and, um, you know, maybe get a, a, a regular loaf of reg with regular yeast going as far, as far as fall baking goes. But I think um, the homemade yeast will be done for now but uh, in our next episode uh, we will be spending more time talking about some of our favorite fall bakes sweet and savory and maybe sharing recipes I don't know you know I'm still very closed off um, about disclosing my recipes so but I'll talk about how <laughs> how yummy some of those things are I don't want people to know how to better their lives through delicious food. Nobody like, is getting the zucchini. Yes, no one's getting the zucchini bread recipe. That's it's you not going to happen. You deserve stovetop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, last note, by the way. Th steal it from you, but th I think this is more um savory. This is a quick savory story than sweet, but I have to share. So, okay. um, we ordered from a steakhouse place we'll say last night and went and picked it up because we're still not really eating in restaurants you know so we picked it up and I usually get a baked potato and steamed vegetables but this time I got the macaroni and cheese and green beans and the green beans were fine but I've, I've never had their macaroni and cheese um, from this particular establishment before and I opened the container and I swear it looked like Gener not even craft, but it just looked like generic, shitty ass, 15 cent macaroni and cheese. It wasn't even cheesy and it tasted worse than the box and looked like a box. Like this is supposed to, you know, our, we spent money there. The steaks were not cheap and mind you, the steak was good, 
but the macaroni and cheese, oh my goodness, I have Kraft in, in a box and I should have just used that. That would have been better right. than the sh- I, I had to throw it away. Who throws away mac and cheese? I had to throw oh, it I out. Would. It was disgusting. I was disappointed. I wanted like country with a breadcrumb cheddar top. You know, if it's a country place that serves steaks and specializes in steaks, then you would also think that their macaroni and cheese would have that southern flair. It right, did not. Grandma's macaroni and cheese. Grandma's macaroni and cheese. You got yeah. it. It did not have that. It had the opposite of that. I wouldn't give this to a homeless person. It was terrible. Terrible. Oh, a lot of times um, they have, like usually you'll see the macaroni and cheese that's reserved for the kids menu is basically just craft just craft macaroni and cheese. Um, a lot of times when they do a mac and cheese, it will be the stuff that comes in the giant bags. Like when I used to work for the schools, they would be big frozen bags of macaroni and cheese. You would put them in boiling water, bring them up to temp. That macaroni and cheese wasn't too bad, but it yeah. was the type where the noodle would continue to swell and get like big and mushy. Mm. You know, it really surprises me that more restaurants don't do a homemade macaroni and cheese considering how much easier it is to do. You can make a giant pan of I it. Know. And if your mac and cheese in good is good, if it's good, it's going to sell within that window oh, yes. that you have to get rid of it. Who doesn't like mac and cheese? And you can serve the vegetarians and the meat eaters. Vegan, sorry. You're the only ones, but still. Yeah. Anyway, so next time we'll be talking more about our favorite sweets and savory recipes during this lovely holiday season we're getting into who knows if we'll all be able to go anywhere or social distance but we'll certainly be able to eat so let's talk about those things shall we in the interim if you have any questions comments or concerns please write to us at feedback at galpodcast.com feedback at galpodcast.com and we'll uh, talk with you next week see you then bye We don't really see them then, but we'll talk at you then. Yes. But talking at you sounds so mean. Yeah, we'll talk with you. But yeah, we are talking at you. Listen then. Talking at them. Listen to us next week. How's that? Something like that? Something like that. Free up your ear holes next Monday. Tune in next time. Tune in next time. Tune in Tokyo. Oh, right. man, I'll tell you, if you want to try baking something that's fall delicious, you should try making some apple cider donuts. Oh, yeah, let's talk that's, about that next time. Oh, my God. i have to give yes, a recipe for that. That's I go wild. And you should make them for me so I have one here to sample when we t- when we do it, when we do the oh show. Oh, my gosh. Would yeah, that be fun? Gonna, yeah you're, you just talked me into it. Well, you better get busy. 